0: Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Storywalk podcast is supported by Tenadventures.com. Go on Ten Adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas, and to make memories that will last a lifetime check out 10adventures.com slash family. Now, on to today's story. Part two of the Detective Brothers. As the Detective Brothers went through the line of police officers, they could notice the police officers starting to murmur. The police officers couldn't believe that here were the famous Detective Brothers. A few of the police officers took off their caps and said, we're so glad you're here, detective brothers. Other police officers smiled and still others started to clap. The entire line of police officers were clapping as Henry, Alexander, and William walked through the line down towards a yacht. The yacht had yellow tape around the outside that said police line do not cross, but because they were with the chief of police, the detective brothers could cross. As they stepped on board, the chief of police started to touch stuff. Henry shouted out, No, touch nothing! You must put on gloves. He turned around and nodded at Alexander and William. Alexander brought out a magnifying glass, gloves, and a little feather duster. William also brought out a magnifying glass, and he got some test tubes. They were gonna look for clues. Henry carefully opened the door to the cabin of the yacht. Inside it was like there'd been a hurricane. Everything was on the floor, cupboards were open, and at the far end of the room, there was a safe. The door had been blown off. Alexander said, I didn't expect them to have blown the safe door off. How did they do this? They must have had very special dynamite. Henry brought out his laptop and started to type. He thought for a minute and typed again. He turned around, he said, guys, I found out there's a special type of explosive that would work perfectly on a safe like this. And guess what? They sold some yesterday in Vancouver. No, said Alexander, we need to find who bought it. Henry turned around and said, I already think I know. I hacked into the cameras at the explosive shop. And look who I found. They looked at Henry's screen. On it was a man with sharp pointy ears, straight black hair, skin that was so white there was almost no veins and no blood going. An enormous nose and a very small mouth with two enormous front teeth that looked a bit like a bunny rabbit. Although he looked very funny, they knew that this was one of the most evil crime masters on earth. His nickname was Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom ran a syndicate of criminals that went around the world, stealing, robbing, and hurting. He was as evil as any criminal and a shiver went up the boy's spines knowing that he had been in Vancouver and it was likely him who had done this incredibly terrible crime. But, The fact that they now knew that it was Doctor Doom they were fighting actually was a good thing because they knew how he liked to travel. And in fact, Henry started typing on his computer and a whole bunch of information came up on the screen. There were other photos of Doctor Doom. There was a map showing all the places he'd been and on the side of the screen, they showed his different planes and boats and cars. Henry started looking through and turned around and said, Brothers, I'm going to run a computer program that's going to check if any of Dr. Doom's planes, boats, or cars have been in Vancouver, and if they have, where they've gone. William and Alexander both said, Great idea, Henry. That's going to work great. The chief of police said, I'm so glad to have you guys here. We never would have figured this out. Henry smiled, as did Alexander and William. William said, That's why we're the detective brothers we're here to help the police when they can't figure out how to catch the criminals just then alexander took out his magnifying glass he said guys i found something the other two brothers came over and had a look on the ground was a piece of rock with some strange symbols on it the rock was only about the size of alexander's hand and the symbols were very unique they had never seen symbols like this before henry took a photo of it and then copied the photo into his computer where he ran a search. The search would take a while and Henry, Alexander and William started to look around the yacht for more clues. Just then, Henry's computer made a dinging sound. Henry yelled, Guys, it's found something already! The three brothers came over and William yelled, Look, that big rock looks just like this little rock, only bigger. Alexander said, I'm pretty sure that's hieroglyphics on that rock. Henry looked a bit and said, You're exactly right, Alexander. The rock we found has hieroglyphics on it. Hieroglyphics were how the ancient Egyptians wrote, This rock must have come from Egypt. William said, How would a rock from Egypt get on this boat? Alexander turned to the chief of police. Constable MacLeod, did the owner of this boat have any Egyptian artifacts? No, not that we know of. In fact, the owner of the boat had never left North America. Hmm, said Alexander, how very suspicious. Just then Henry yelled, I have an idea, brothers. What if Dr. Doom accidentally dropped this rock when he was stealing the diamond? William yelled, that's a good idea, Henry. I think that could have happened. When the explosives went off, it probably got pretty confusing and it could have fallen out of Dr. Doom's pocket. That's exactly what I'm thinking, said Henry. Henry went up onto the deck and started typing away at his computer. As he was typing, he got another ding. Brothers, come up. Dr. Doom's plane took off from Vancouver Airport just as we were arriving. What? yelled Constable McLeod. Yes, said Henry. I'm tracking the plane in air. It appears to be going to Egypt. Going to Egypt, said the chief of police. Why would it be going there? Henry looked up. He said, the only way to know why Dr. Doom is going to Egypt is if we go to Egypt as well. He looked at his dad and said, Dad, I found five tickets on a flight leaving in two hours for Egypt from the airport. Can I get your credit card to book them? Henry's dad looked at him and said, Uh, how expensive are the tickets? Henry looked back. Does it matter how expensive they are? We've got to go get Dr. Doom. Henry's dad said, If they're really expensive, uh, they might be too expensive. Just then Constable McLeod yelled, I'll pay for the tickets, Henry. You are going to help us crack this case. If you don't go, I'd have to send my own men. Here's my credit card. Book those tickets, but book an extra one for me. I'm going to come and keep you safe. Henry bought one more ticket. Henry added one ticket, put in the credit card number, pressed the booking button, turned around and said, We're all good, everyone. Let's go to the airport because we're going to Egypt. The detective brothers took a few photographs of the crime scene. They got off the yacht and walked back towards where the police cars were. Already news that they'd tracked the diamond to Egypt was going to the crowd of police officers. A few yelled out, Great job, detective brothers! Way to go! As the detective brothers walked past the police, some started yelling, They've done it! They've cracked the case! They know the diamond's in Egypt. Go get them, brothers. Other police officers couldn't believe they'd solved the case this fast. You've solved it, you're incredible. Henry stopped the brothers. We haven't solved the case. We know where Dr. Doom is going, but we haven't caught him and we haven't recovered the diamond. This is just the first step. When he said that, the police officers started to nod. The detective brothers and their parents got into the police cars and they zoomed away to the airport. While they were driving, news vans were following them, broadcasting live on TV that the Detective Brothers were on the case. When they got to the airport, there was a huge crowd of people. And as soon as the door opened and Henry Alexander and William got out of the police car, they all started to clap. The Detective Brothers smiled and quickly hurried into the airport where they were whisked to security, through security and onto the plane. The detective brothers, their mom, their dad, and the chief of police sat in one row. Henry looked at his brothers and his parents and said, this will be a long flight everyone. Let's work on getting a good sleep. Once we're in Egypt, we're gonna have to work really hard and we won't have time to rest. Just then a flight attendant passed the detective brothers. She smiled and she said, I'm so glad you're on the case detective brothers. Can I get you anything? William smiled and he said, Yes, we need a lot of energy, double apple juices for everyone. Soon they had their apple juices and they'd closed their eyes and they'd settled in for a great sleep on their flight to Cairo, Egypt. The brothers awoke as the plane was landing in Cairo. They looked outside and it was very, very bright and sunny. They'd left Vancouver, which was just kind of warm. But arriving in Cairo, they could tell it would be very hot. As the plane pulled up to the gate, the captain came on the speakers and said, Passengers, we've arrived in Cairo. Everyone except for the detective brothers, their parents, and the chief of police. Please stop. We must let the detective brothers get off first. They're trying to catch Dr. Doom. The brothers stood up and walked out of the plane. As they were leaving, the rest of the passengers started clapping. And when they got to the door, the captain shook their hands. As they walked off the plane, they were greeted by Cairo's chief of police. He was another big man that looked like Chief of Police McLeod, only he had a black mustache instead of a white one. He told the detective brothers that he had police cars waiting and they had tracked Dr. Doom's flight. Henry started tapping onto his laptop and he shouted, Everyone, I noticed one of Dr. Doom's cars picked him up from this airport. And they went in the direction of the pyramids. Great job! Henry, said Henry's dad. You did so great, said Henry's mom. And she gave him a big hug. Henry's brothers also said, great job. They got into the police cars and headed towards the pyramids. The pyramids were incredible to see as they came closer. And sure enough, beside one of them was Dr. Doom's silver car. Henry yelled, over to that car! That's Dr. Doom's! They pulled up and the brothers got out with their dad, their mom, and both chiefs of police. Alexander said, we found the car, but where is Dr. Doom? I can't see him anywhere. The chief of police said, there are many hidden rooms inside these pyramids. Let's see if we can find an entranceway. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.